You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. On today's episode, we have something that is going to be fun and different, and I think that you are really going to enjoy it. I have Danny Layton with me today, and Danny was actually on episode six as well. She owns First Dance Lexington, but she is a recent bride. She got married on April 22nd, so about three-ish, four weeks ago now. And so we are going to talk all about her wedding and if there's anything she would change and just kind of share things from a bride's perspective and uh, maybe someone that is also in the wedding industry and knows um, a little bit more about weddings than the average person getting married. So we are going to dive right in. Danny, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to chat with you again. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited to be here. So tell me a little bit about um, how you and Tyler met. So Tyler and I met in 2017 off of a dating app. It was called The League. Um, We were both living in Nashville at the time. Um, And it was pretty instant. After our first meetup, um, about a month later, we became official boyfriend-girlfriend. And about four and a half, five years later was when we got engaged. Okay. And what time frame did you get engaged till the time you actually got married so we got engaged april 15 2022 and we got married about a year later april 22nd 23 okay so right at a year then so you are 32 and tyler is 33 correct i wanted to share that um, because it's always interesting to learn people's ages um we're definitely seeing uh brides and grooms a little bit older now than i saw eight or ten years ago so i wanted um people to, that are listening to know how old you were and to know a little bit about your background. And how long have you been in Lexington now? We've been in Lexington oh, for about three and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And I know that you've been in a few weddings over the years. Yes. How many times have you been a bridesmaid? I've been a bridesmaid seven times. Okay. Seven times and a flower girl once. Okay. How so, old were you when, the, when you were a flower girl? I was actually 22. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It was a promise a cousin made to me that I would be her flower girl. And she got married a little bit later in life. So that is she amazing. kept that promise. I love that. <laughs> Perfect. So you, you've you been at some weddings and um, you've seen what you wanted to do for your wedding. Maybe what you've liked about other weddings, what you didn't like about other weddings. So tell me a little bit about some of the priorities that you and Tyler had for your wedding day. Yes, Tyler and I really wanted it to be a party. We wanted a good time. We wanted a pop and dance floor and we wanted to be stress-free on our wedding day. I did not want to have to worry about details. I wanted that to be left up to someone else on the wedding day. Um, And I think we did a very good job about that. We had a lot of people coming in from out of town. We got married in Lexington, but I'm originally from California and we lived in Nashville. So we had people coming from all over the country. Um, So we really made it a several day celebration. What percentage of your guests do you think came in from out of town? I think probably 80%. Wow. Okay. And did you do room blocks for them somewhere? Yes, we had a couple of room blocks. We were struggling a little bit 
because April is Keeneland time. So it was a bit of a struggle finding some room blocks, but we ended up with some at 21C, the Hilton, and the Sire. Oh, perfect. Okay. And I love that you had different options for everybody and they were within walking distance of the venue. That's awesome. And one of the things that you mentioned that was super important to you about finding a venue is that you wanted an indoor ceremony and an indoor reception. Why is that? Yes. So for those of you that live in Kentucky, you know how predictable Kentucky weather can be, especially in the spring. Going back to wanting it to be a a stress-free wedding. I knew I did not want to be checking my weather app all week long, wondering if I needed to activate my plan B for a rainy day. So with that, the easiest solution was to do everything indoors. So we found it narrowed down our venue search pretty quick to what venues offered indoor ceremony and indoor reception options. And you had it narrowed down to Harper Hall and Maine on Maine. Yes. And you mentioned the reason that you ended up going with Maine on Maine was because they actually had the date available that you really wanted. Yes. Yes. April ended up being, and apparently April 22nd specifically, ended up being one of the most popular wedding dates so far this year, um, which I did not know at the time. But Maine on Maine ended up having that available. Okay, perfect. And so when you first got engaged, um, within a couple of days, you reached out to me and we sat down and we just started talking. And at that point, we talked about you being in weddings before, what you wanted. You gave me a budget that day that you wanted to stick within, which was a very average budget for a Lexington wedding. From that original day that we met last April till after the wedding, How close to that budget did you stay? I think with everything included, as far as we had a welcome party and rehearsal, we ended up doubling that budget. Did you think that that would happen or did you think your budget was realistic? I think I was naive when I was planning my budget and things surprised me. Now going back, looking, do I feel that I overpaid for anything? No. Do I regret spending a sickly amount of money on a wedding? No. Was it a lot? Yes. Okay. That makes me feel better that you didn't regret any of it. No, no. So, and one of the first things that you did um, was get your dress. Did you get your dress before or after you booked your venue? I got it after I booked my venue. As I stated before, I'm originally from California, so my parents still live in California. So my mom came out for one week over the summer in July and we knew that was wedding dress week that we are going to, our mission was to find a wedding dress. So we had a few appointments booked. We ended up over in the wedding district in Cincinnati, which I didn't even know they had. It was so fun. And I found a dress and took it home that day. It was a sample dress. So it was from Lux Redux, which they only offer sample dresses. So if you find a dress that you like, you end up taking it home that day. Was that the first store you went to? No, it was the second store we went to. Okay. And see, one of the reasons that I often refer Lux Redux so often is because you do leave with the dress that day. And although you had a year for your dress, a lot of brides that I'm meeting with now do not have that time frame. And they literally need to walk into a store and leave with a dress that day. So, And did your dress need alterations? It did. Okay. Do you remember off the top of your head how much those alterations cost you? 
want to say about 600 Okay. Um, that's one of the probably average price ranges for alterations. That's something that a lot of brides are shocked by is how much alterations do cost. Um, but it really kind of comes down to to the dress and how many layers and stuff. But that's um, an area that a lot of people are shocked by. Yeah, I was mentally prepared for that. I am quite short. And very quickly, when you start trying on wedding dresses, you find out that they make wedding dresses, I believe, to the height of someone who's 5'10". Even the smallest sizes are made long because it's easier to cut off fabric than add fabric. So I knew I would have to have some sort of alterations done. So when looking at dresses, I had a budget in mind, but that budget needed to include alterations. Okay. And then with your dress, how, what was the time frame between your last dress fitting and the wedding day? Ooh, um, I picked up my dress from alterations the last week of March. So it was about three weeks before the wedding. Okay. And that is something a lot of times I see brides kind of start to freak out a little bit about is because they don't realize that you do wait so close to the wedding day to actually get that final fitting because they want it to be as close to your body as it's going to be on the wedding day. Um, Did that freak you out any waiting so close? Not really because it was out of sight, out of mind. Okay. I will say I was surprised. I booked my appointment for alterations and I called probably in October and they said, okay, your appointment is in January, but we really don't start doing your alterations till beginning of March. So if something were to happen, I could always come in and get remeasured or if I changed my shoes, I could come in and get remeasured. But I was kind of surprised that they didn't even start my alterations till March. Okay. And then we talked about how many weddings you had been been in. How many bridesmaids and groomsmen did you have for your wedding? Yeah. So my original count for bridesmaids was nine. Um, That day, I only had seven who were able to make it. And then Tyler had 10 groomsmen and all 10 were able to make it. That's a big bridal party. Yes. Did you find that difficult for pictures No, because that was my photographer's job. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) They might have found it difficult, but I didn't. Okay. And so whenever you first got engaged, um, you and I sat down um, probably a half a dozen times or so. And then you actually hired Elena with Perfect Timing Wedding and Events to be your day of coordinator. Yes. And so Elena kind of took over and um, finished everything up and was there to run rehearsal. And the day of, how important was it to you for someone to be in charge of all of that? It was extremely important. It allowed me to be less stressed. It allowed everything to go smoothly. Also, Elena brought a lot of suggestions and little details that I didn't think about. For instance, when we got back to our hotel after our wedding, we had a platter of our dessert from our dessert table waiting for us that Elena had sent to our hotel delivered to our hotel room, waiting for us. And that was just such a nice thing to have. After the wedding, the next morning, Elena picked up groomsmen suits and returned it on Monday for us since we were heading on our honeymoon. So all those little things, she went above and beyond and just having someone who can be kind of your wing woman that weekend and help you through those and be your right-hand man was amazing. Okay. 
And then I wanted to, one of the things I feel like that doesn't get talked a lot um, about is the registry and gifts. Did you do a registry? I did. So we used a website called withjoy.com, which is a fairly new website. And that's where we did all of our invites, all of our wedding website details. And then we also did our registry through there. We did mostly a honeymoon fund, but we did have some other items, new bedding, towels, kitchen things. Um, And it was all done through that site. We were able to link different registries from Zola, from Amazon, from Target to our website, which was great. Did the majority of your guests buy from the registry or donate to your your honeymoon? Most of them donated to the honeymoon fund. We made it pretty clear that that's really what we wanted. Yeah. We've been together and living together for so long that we have a lot of things for our house already. Okay. Honeymoon fund was really more helpful. And did anyone, and you may not know the answer to this, um, bring gifts to the actual wedding? Yes. Okay. Yes. We had several cards and we had some gifts. That was another thing that Elena took care of. So she collected all of that and she had them. um, She gave us the choice. She could deliver them to our hotel room that evening so they could be waiting for us that night. Or she could take them to our house in Lexington. Um, We had her send them to the hotel. So that night after the wedding, we could go through all of the cards together and kind of reminisce okay and i think that's something too that guests don't realize is although bringing the gift to the wedding is convenient for them it may not always be convenient for the bride and groom and i know that's selfish to say and it's probably not politically correct but if you are a wedding guest and you are listening to this my recommendation is to send it straight to their house cards are a little bit easier to deal with than a big gift, especially if it were like bedding or something that's going to be large. And so that has to be carried to a car that has to be, you know, moved around a few times. So I always recommend either doing that at a shower or putting it in the mail, sending it it directly from wherever they're buying it. Yeah. And a lot of those wedding registries make it so easy that the couple puts in their address. So you can just say send to the couple and it was delivered to us saying future Mr. and Mrs. Layton and waiting for us at our house. Perfect. And then let's talk about your bachelorette party. Yeah. Where did you go for your bachelorette party? We went to Asheville. So I have bridesmaids all over the country. One of my bridesmaids is doing her residency in Asheville. So in order for her to participate in the fun and games, we decided to go to her. Okay. And I had never been to Asheville. I had many brides. Actually, I think all of my bridesmaids have never been to Asheville. So we had a great weekend. We did it in February, which is off season in Asheville. <laughs> but it was fantastic. We did Thursday to Sunday. Okay. That was a good little time frame then. Yeah. And how many of your bridesmaids were able to make it? I had six make it. Okay. And then so including myself, there were seven of us. Okay, perfect. And some flew in to Lexington and Cincinnati and drove down with me. Some met us in Asheville. Okay, fun. And then did you have any bridal showers? Yes, I had one bridal shower that was hosted by my sister-in-law in California over the holidays. Okay, fun. And then one of the things I really wanted to talk about was the week of the wedding. That's something um, I don't think that we hear a lot about. So tell me about what you did the week of the wedding, like before, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when did you get your nails done? Just like, what did you do that week? Yeah. So my parents got into town 
on Monday night. Tuesday, we kind of went through the list of everything that needed to be done for the week that my parents could help out with. Other people were starting to come into town. I had a bridesmaid or two show up that day. So we did dinner at Carson's, taking them to kind of Lexington spots. Um, Wednesday, we did Keeneland with whoever was in town. It was a small group, but we did Keeneland. And then Thursday was kind of when all the activities started. So Thursday morning, we got our nails done. My mom came with us. There were a couple of bridesmaids. Then we went and got our spray tans right after our nails. Then we grabbed a little girl's lunch. Thursday night, we ended up having an open house at my house. So my parents hosted it. They were in charge of going to Costco and getting all the drinks and some little snacks. Um, but it was a way for people who were coming in from out of town to have an extra evening with us. And a lot of us has never seen our house before and have never met our dog. So it was kind of a meet and greet for our dog as well. We had about 35 people over at our house that night. From seven to nine, we had a clear cut up off at nine. So people knew they were being kicked out because we had things to do. But that was great just to see people coming into town, give them a few tips of things they should do while they were here. Great to see everyone. And then Friday morning, we got our hair done at Dry Bar for rehearsal. We had kind of an earlier rehearsal and rehearsal dinner at the Hilton. And then we walked across the street to On the Rocks for a welcome party where everyone who was in town for the wedding was invited. And it was one of the highlights of the weekend was the welcome party. It was from about 6.30 to 9.30, we had the bar closed down for just us. We probably had about 75 to 100 people there. Um, my cousin came up from Nashville and played the guitar and sang. And it was just a great way to see people and say our highs and our thank yous and catch up before the wedding day. So we didn't feel like we had to spend time at our wedding walking around doing small talk. And I feel like I saw on Instagram you had a special dress for your rehearsal. Oh, I did. So I wore my grandmother's dress who got married in the in 1950s. Unfortunately, my grandparents are no longer around, but I was the only granddaughter. So I got dibs on the dress. And so I wore that. Did you have to have a lot of alterations to it? Believe it or not, it was too small for me. <laughs> it was handmade by my grandmother's sister. So there was just a little bit of fabric that we were able to take it out just a little bit to make it fit. So not too much alteration. That's amazing. I yeah. love when stuff like that works out. Yeah. It was very, very special to wear. And I want to talk about like the day of the wedding, the morning of the wedding. Where did you stay at um, after rehearsal? So after rehearsal, we stayed, Tyler and I actually stayed together that night. We stayed at 21C that night and the night of the wedding. We stayed together um, we just felt like we had been living together for so long. We didn't need to pay for an extra hotel room to stay apart. So we stayed together. That morning of the wedding, we woke up, started pretty early here. Makeup started at eight o'clock and we were all getting ready at a VBRO inside an apartment complex. So the groomsmen were in the apartment and the bridesmaids were up in this beautiful common area that we rented out. So around eight o'clock, we were all over there. The groomsmen hung out in the morning. They didn't have to be there till 1130. They get, they get it easy. I don't really know what they did that morning. The bridesmaids were there. The moms were there and we had kind of a nice platter of muffins and donuts and fruit. 
And then we had Jimmy John's delivered and we just hung out getting hair and makeup done. It was so much fun. Did you have much alcohol that morning yourself? No, um, I had quite a bit of alcohol the night before. <laughs> it was a good time. So I was working with some Tylenol and okay. water and I did have one mimosa, but kind of kept it chill okay. that morning. And then did you all do a first look? We did a first look. So we had a first look with my dad first at the getting ready location. And then my dad ended up driving us to the park. So originally we had a driver set up, but unfortunately plans fell through with that last minute. Um, So my dad offered to drive us, which was great. He said there would be nothing better than to drive his daughter around on her wedding day, which was so sweet of him. So first look with dad, hopped in the car, headed over to the park. The groomsmen, thankfully it was a nice day. They walked over to the park. And so Tyler was waiting at the park for me for a first look. Okay. Are you glad you did a first look? Oh, I'm so happy we did a first look. It um, made pictures so much easier. We ended up not needing to do couples pictures during our wedding, which was very important to us because we wanted to spend time with our guests. We didn't want to be pulled away doing couples photos. So we did all of our photos with wedding party and family before the wedding. Okay. So once you got inside the venue, you never left then? Correct. Okay. And so let's talk about actually getting to the venue when your guests arrived. So your ceremony and reception were both at Maine on Maine. Yes. And so when your guests arrived, um, before they went into the ceremony, what were they greeted with? They were greeted with a sign of my dog, a picture of my dog saying, grab a drink and find a seat. And he held a little champagne bottle that I photoshopped in there. Um, And I did all that through Canva. I did it all myself. And then they walked into the room and they were greeted with the option of red or white wine. It was important to us that they had a drink during the ceremony because we love going to weddings and having a drink during the ceremony. And it kind of set up what our ceremony would be like. Pretty casual. We did say no beer because we didn't want beer bottles in our wedding photos um, or beer cans in our wedding photos during our ceremony. So we kept it to just wine. So they grabbed this a drink and sat down and then we had a ukulele player for our wedding seems a little random but tyler and i love jack johnson and we love hawaii we love live music and it was a lot more affordable than someone to play the harp so um we went with a ukulele it was very fun fun. i did not know that you had that yeah (laughs) and how many guests did you have on your wedding day we ended up having about 133 Okay. And how many did you invite originally? Our original, so we did it in two chunks. So we had 150 to start, and then we got about 20 people back pretty quickly who said they wouldn't be able to make it. And so we sent out another batch of invites and ended up with about 133. Okay. And then did you have anybody in the last like couple of days be like, oh my gosh, I can't come? Yes, we had six people. Some, um, unfortunately, due to COVID, some, their flights got canceled and couldn't get another flight that would get them here in time from Montana. And then, yeah, most, another couple were sick as well. So, And so those reached out to you that, that said that, hey, we can't make it for whatever reason. Do you appreciate the fact that they reached out to you or would you have rather them just no show? Oh, I'm so happy they reached out. Because I would have been concerned if they didn't show up (laughs) or sad that they didn't show up. I think it was very courteous of them to 
let us know because then we were able to not have empty table settings and we could rearrange tables if we needed to. And um, yeah, it was it just made things go a little bit smoother knowing that they weren't going to show up. Okay. And then I know that you had fresh flowers for your bouquets. Yes. What uh, what were your colors? So we did lavender and purple. We were able to get actually some fresh lavender put into our bouquets, which is really cool. And also on Tyler's boutonniere had some fresh lavender, which was very special. So my mom's um, allergic to a lot of different types of flowers. So we kept flowers kind of down to a minimum, but we had lots of greenery on our tables and it was beautiful. Okay. So you said Tyler wore a boutonniere. Yes. Did the groomsmen wear it? No. Okay. And then with your mother, were you able to do any type of corsages or anything? No, we ended up not doing a corsage for them. They didn't necessarily feel like it was necessary. And we had to cut the budget somewhere. (laughs) Totally get it. Yes. And tell me what your, tell me about your flower girl. Ah, so I had two flower girls. Actually, um, funny story. Their mother is my cousin who I was her flower girl for when I was 22. So her two daughters, who are six and three, were my flower girls. And um, instead of tossing out flowers, I had them pass out chocolate. So people who know me know that I'm obsessed with chocolate. It's my favorite food item. And so they had little balls of dark chocolate that they passed out. And apparently it was very cute. Unfortunately, as the bride, you do not see that moment. So I'm eager to see our wedding video come back to watch it. But I guess it was cute. They went down one side of the aisle, passing them out, and then they tried to loop back around. But it was my turn to walk down the aisle, so they got cut short. (laughs) And so once the ceremony was over, did you have a cocktail hour or did you go straight into dinner? We had a cocktail hour because our um, ceremony room had to be flipped for dinner. So it was pretty much a full hour for our cocktail But that was our moment. Uh, Tyler actually took me aside because he wanted to go through our first dance one more time in the back room. So we did that. And then we went out and walked around and said hi to anyone else that we did not get to say hi to at the welcome party. We had a little drink and it was lovely. I will say one thing that I wish we went back and did, and people warned me about this too, is I wish Tyler and I held hands the whole time so we stayed together because at some point during pretty early on during cocktail hour we got pulled in different directions and it would it would have just been nicer to go around together saying hi to people so we weren't weren't both having the same conversations (laughs) with the same people i've actually Um, not heard a bride say that so that is yeah yeah and just so you're together i mean you just got married so and then there were moments where i'm like where's my husband because people were asking and saying they hadn't seen him yet and he was over across the room talking to someone else so yes grab your partner's hand walk around together say hi to people together stay together you're a unit now (laughs) with the size of your bridal party did you do a bridal party introduction or just a mr and mrs introduction into the reception into dinner we did bridal party introduction and then the bride and groom okay Did it make you nervous knowing that there was a room flip that had to happen? A little bit because I would have preferred a 20-minute cocktail hour (laughs) and then go straight into dinner so we could have more time for dancing. But I trusted the pros who were flipping the room and they did it as quick as they could. And I didn't have to think about anything that needed to be done. So Okay. And did you eat any during the reception? I had all the... 
energy inside my stomach and I could not eat. So I think there was just so much emotions going on that Tyler and I both weren't hungry. We looked at each other. We were so excited about our delicious food because we remembered it from our tasting and we just both weren't hungry. So we had a few bites. I forced myself to eat the feta mashed potatoes, which were so good, um, and a couple bites of salmon. But otherwise, I didn't. I made sure to eat during the day because I was warned that you might not feel like eating at your wedding. So I made sure to eat a good lunch and did you have a buffet or a plated meal? We had a buffet and our wedding planner was able to make plates and have them waiting for us so we could begin eating as everyone else was in the buffet line. Did you do any type of table assignments or did you let your guests pick a seat? Yeah. So we did, um, once again, going to a lot of weddings, you figure out what you like and what you don't like. So we knew we liked having assigned tables, but we didn't have assigned seats. To do our table assignments, um, we kind of combined it with a wedding favor. We had little scratch-off lottery tickets for each person that said, um, we hope you get lucky in Kentucky. And then it had their name and their table number on it. And they also got a little penny to scratch off and hopefully win something. That's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. They were very sweet. People who won, um, some people who won a dollar ended up putting it back into our card basket for us. So that was very sweet of them. (laughs) And then what did you do as your centerpieces? Yeah. So for our centerpieces, once again, with uh, my mom being allergic to flowers, we did mostly greenery, but in the middle we had bottles of wine. And so the wine had the table number on it. And then we had everyone sitting at that table sign or write something on the bottle. And we're going to open those bottles on our anniversary. So table five will open on our fifth anniversary, table eight, on our eighth anniversary. So we'll be storing them. We had about 12 tables. So we'll be storing them for 12 years. That's such Um, a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a fun um, activity to do before the wedding. We went to Total Wine and we had a little consultation um, and we walked around with one of their wine experts. We told them what we liked in wine. And then we had to figure out what wine's going to age well for three years and what's going to age well for 10 years. Um, And then what was also within our budget because we didn't want to spend too much on wine. Um, So it was a fun little activity. Now we just have to wait to open them. (laughs) So do you think once you open them and drink out of them, you'll still save the bottles? So that's what I'm trying to figure out of what to do. If anyone has ideas of what to do with bottles, I want to, I want to save them somehow, but I just don't know how. how. Yeah. So open to ideas. (laughs) Okay. And then did you have a cake? We did not have a cake. We had a dessert bar. Okay. That I don't remember seeing. So I'm looking forward to seeing the. I know where it was. I just was too busy dancing to go over to the dessert bar. Someone brought brought me a chocolate covered strawberry, which was very nice. And Elena had some waiting for us in our hotel room. Yeah, we didn't do cake. We did a dessert bar and it was a hit. And we also did late night snacks of Goodfellas pizza delivered which was a big hit um i remember a dj saying how much he loved it because usually or sometimes when you make an announcement about late night snack it clears a dance floor and that's not what we wanted so he was a little hesitant to even announce that pizza was here but he ended up announcing it and he was surprised because everyone grabbed a piece and they got right back onto the dance floor so people were eating pizza on the dance floor which is exactly what we wanted that's so fun yeah 
And so let's talk about you own First Dance Lexington, which means you teach couples how to dance. So let's talk about your first dance. How did you pick your song? How did you design your dance? Yeah. So Tyler and I had always had a song that was like our song. It was Beyond by Leon Bridges. Um, Very early on when we started dating, he sent me the song. It was new at the time. He sent me the lyrics and said it reminded him of me. And I'm like, perfect. This is our song. And we happened to see Leon um, Bridges play a couple times at Railbird and in Louisville at a concert. So he was very special to us. So we knew that song. The hard part was it's a four and a half minute song was figuring out the sweet spot for a first dance is about two to three minutes. So we needed to cut it down. Um, so that was kind of the hard part because we l- love the full song. So we ended up starting it about two minutes into the song. And then we had some moves and a little pattern, just like how I teach my clients that we've repeated a few times. And it was for me, it was very stress free and fun. And I loved every second of it. How many times did you two practice it together? We procrastinated a lot. We probably didn't get started on it till about two weeks before the wedding. And we probably practiced it together. We probably spent about three 15-minute chunks practicing it. Wow. But Tyler has been a great sport. So through this whole First Dance Lexington process, when I do big group lessons, sometimes he comes and he's my partner for it to help demonstrate. So he's learned a lot of these moves before. It was just kind of putting them in order and talking about how we have to change them to make them work in a wedding dress. Okay. And then did you do special parent dances? Yes. So my father and I did a dance to Circle of Life from The Lion King because we used to always watch that when I was growing up. And it was also a song that I hadn't done for another couple before, which was important to me to do as well. Since he's in California, we only had time during Christmas, during the holidays to work on it. So we spent like an hour working on it. And then when he came back into town for the wedding, we spent another half hour or so working on it. And we started with a simple box step, which is a basic dance move. And then we had a series of dance moves that we linked together without any sways or anything in between. So it kind of swelled with the music very nicely. And then Tyler and his mother did a mother-son dance, and they had a tough time picking out a song. Tyler's mom would get very emotional thinking about dancing with her son and thinking about him getting married, and almost every song would make her cry. And you don't really want to go up on the dance floor and ball the whole time. (laughs) So we had to get a little bit creative with finding a song that was uh, a good fit that wouldn't make her break down and cry so we picked a country song and we did about 30 seconds of it and then she loves uptown funk so we switched it into bruno mars and they had a little groove session with each other and then at the part where bruno goes stop wait a minute the dj called everyone else up onto the dance floor so it was a great way to open up the dance floor for everyone else and then at the end of the night our final song which was a suggestion from our dj was to end with friends in low places and we all circled the dance floor and held hands held arms um and just kind of sway and sang at the top of our lungs and then the dance floor cleared and tyler and i we had a final dance just the two of us would you recommend that for other couples yes yes it's a great moment to kind of close out the night um we didn't do a big send-off but for people who are doing a big send-off it's a 
great activity for you guys to do as you send everyone else to get ready for your grand exit. Um, but it was a nice way to finish things and have a moment with the person you just married. And then did you leave for your honeymoon on Sunday, Monday? We left Monday. So we got married Saturday night and we left Monday morning for our honeymoon. Would you recommend couples wait until Monday if they're getting married on Saturday? Or do you think Sunday would be okay too? Yes. I'm so thankful that we waited till Monday. The day after the wedding, first of all, you're still on this emotional roller coaster of just thinking about how incredible the past few days have been. And you are so exhausted. But you still have a checklist of things you need to do, whether it's collecting things from the venue or meeting with your wedding coordinator who is dropping stuff off at your house or just saying bye to people. So having that extra day to kind of wrap things up or for Tyler, who still needed to pack for our honeymoon, that was necessary. That extra day was necessary. Okay. And then where did you go on your honeymoon? We went to Greece. So we spent about two weeks in Greece. Um, we started in Athens and then hopped around to a few different islands. So we did Crete, Mykonos, and Santorini. Two weeks is a long time. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Would you do two weeks again? Do you think that was too long, too short? Oh, I thought it was perfect. If you are able to take a long honeymoon, do it. Especially if you're going abroad. Because one week abroad between all the travel and the price that you're paying to get over there, one week wouldn't have been worth it. So the two weeks was great. We It was enough time to kind of relax and settle and then explore and have that, you know, cultural experience that you get through traveling. Okay. So we are, like we said, three to four weeks out from the wedding now. Mm-hmm. Um Is there anything looking back that you wish you had have done different? Um, I was thinking about this in the car on the way over, and I talked to Tyler about last night. And really, everything that happened at our wedding, we loved. Even the little mishaps. We had wedding crashers that showed up. Our officiant at one point uh, forgot the whole part about exchanging rings, which, you know, is all part of our love story now. And we love that. So we wouldn't necessarily change anything. One thing I was thinking that if I had the money to add would actually be having our photographer and videographers at our rehearsal and welcome party. Because that was such a highlight. And at our rehearsal, we did an open mic that anyone could say a little speech, it would have been nice to get all that captured. Now, I did have my dad have his iPhone out recording the speeches, but I think it would have been very nice, especially since I was wearing my grandmother's dress, to have some really good photos of that. Two things that I'm so happy we did. First of all, we ended up about a month before our wedding deciding to extend our reception by an hour. And I'm so happy we did that. You want to extend the best day of your life. If we didn't have that extra hour, it would have, I mean, it already felt like it went by so quick, but it really would have gone by quick. Plus, there were so many things happening between Keeneland and the Lizzo concert was happening that night. It was nice to have everyone in one spot not feel the need to do an after party. And then the second big tip is hire professional vendors and then trust them. Um, that's what helped make things stress-free for me is I knew I did my research on hiring 
professionals with great reviews and great feedback who I got along with and who I trusted. So that way I didn't have to micromanage. I knew that day everything would be taken care of. I knew they knew what I wanted. um, And I knew that they were pros and would handle all the situations that came at them. So that's it's worth spending the price for professional vendors. Can you just say that one more time? <laughs> it's worth paying the price for professional vendors. Okay. I just wanted to make sure everybody yeah. heard that. Yeah. yeah. One of the questions I get asked a lot now, and this is something I haven't prepped you for, um, is tipping. <laughs> uh, um, is that something, um, I know some couples will do that the day of, some couples will leave reviews after the words. What are your thoughts on that? And what was your experience with tipping? So tipping, after doing a lot of research on it and talking to people, Of course, everyone appreciates a tip. And if you feel like they went above and beyond, tip them, gift them something. You know, everyone appreciates that. And we we did that. But a general rule of thumb is if it's their own business and they are there, you don't necessarily have to tip them. Now, if they're a business and one of their employers are there, then you should tip the employer. Does that make sense? Yep. So we kind of followed that rule. Now we had envelopes filled with cash for vendors that we gave to our wedding planner to pass out. And so at the end of the night, I went looking for the envelopes and I was like, where are the envelopes? I need to get the tips. And she's like, oh, I already passed them out. You had them labeled. And I was like, oh, great. Perfect. Once again, hire a professional. They know what they're doing. So I didn't even have to worry about that. That was preset aside. And because it was cash. It didn't feel like real money. <laughs> so you just hand out the tips that way. Um, as far as reviews, we tried to do a lot of reviews um, for little things as we were waiting in the airport for our honeymoon, which is a nice way because we like both of our feedback when we write reviews. So we did that. But there are several reviews we still haven't written because I'm waiting for photos to come back. I know a lot of vendors prefer if you write a review and leave a photo. So I I'm waiting for those. I have a whole list going of all the vendors I want to write reviews for um, to do it that way. And I have another list going of vendors that I'm planning on tipping or giving them a special gift and a special thank you that I'm still working on as well. So the wedding wedding things are still happening <laughs> and that's normal. Um, and that's what I a lot of times will tell couples, you know, if you can't get the tip to them that day. Like we know you're already strapped for cash by the time the wedding day comes. Like it's okay to wait a few weeks, wait a few months. You know, vendors get thank you cards in the mail six and eight months after the wedding. Like it's completely understandable. Oh, good. So Yeah. (laughs) And then as far as your guests that sent you wedding gifts, have you sent them thank you notes? Do you plan to send them thank you notes? So the majority of our guests that I ended up doing our honeymoon fun. So in Greece, we got postcards and we wrote thank you notes on postcards. And we did them all on the ferry ride from Mykonos to Santorini. And then when we got to Santorini, we mailed them. So I have no idea if they've made it. (laughs) Um, I have not heard back yet, but I think it takes a couple weeks. So maybe next week I'll start hearing from people that got our postcards. So if, if you're a guest... Let me know if you got your postcard. Um, For people who gave us an item, as they came into our house um, delivered to us, I would write a thank you that day for them. So as of now, I'm all up to date on the thank yous. I love that you sent a postcard. I have actually not heard of people doing that. We thought that would be special. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was a little bit of extra work. Like we had to pull up our spreadsheet with all of our um, addresses. We had to go through our um, wedding red, uh, website to if they didn't want to do a check for a honeymoon fund, it directed them to Tyler's Venmo. So we got a lot of Venmo. So we had to pull up Venmo and see like who bought what for our honeymoon and gave us money. Um, so it was a little bit of work, but it was so worth it. And you have that time, whether you're flying somewhere or taking a boat somewhere to just sit down. And we both, Tyler has been a great partner this whole time, which is why I'm married to him, uh, that we both do the work. So it worked out well. And it was fun going, finding a post office in Greece and figuring out how to buy global stamps and, you know, asking around and it was, it was fun. So you would do it all over again your, for everything for your wedding? Yes, which I'm very surprised about. I thought I would have things, oh, if I were to do it again, um, I would change this. But I really don't. So I loved all our vendors. I think everyone should have a welcome party. There's really nothing I would change. I loved our venue. We danced. If, if I could make it four hours longer, I would have. <laughs> I don't know if our guests would have liked that, but selfishly, I would have liked it. Yeah, it was great. And one of the things that I will hear brides say and couples in general is that the day went by so quick that they don't remember parts of the day. Do you think you remember most of the wedding day? So Tyler and I, we took a lot of moments to look out. When we sat down at dinner, we just took a moment and looked around. And we had moments together that we had turned to each other and we're like, let's take a moment here. And we just looked at people and smiled. Um, on the dance floor, there was a moment where I pulled them to the side of the dance floor. I was like, let's just look at our dance floor for a second. So we tried to find those key moments to take it all in. We're not going to see everything. We've told some of our close um, friends and family that if there were moments that you remember from our wedding that maybe we didn't see, please write them down and email it to us because we, we want to know those things. There were lots of things that happened that we didn't see. <laughs> But I think some of those might come out in our wedding video and our pictures. So I'm so excited to see those. Now it's just the waiting game. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Danny, thank you so much for sharing your wedding experience with me. I'm so glad that all of your vendors were incredible and your date was incredible. Yes. Thank you so much. And without you, I would have no idea where to get started with wedding planning. So you made my life so much easier. Well, Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you are engaged and you need help with anything, feel free to reach out to me. Everything I do is completely free cup free for couples because of awesome vendors like First Dance Lexington. <laughs> so you can reach out at Sarah at simplylovestudio.com uh, or Instagram and you can find Danny at First Dance Lexington. Yes. Thank you so much. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.